0: Okay, folks, today we're going to talk about one of the most important subjects that uh, will ever be covered in history. And it's been talked about a lot, and I've been very vocal about it, too. So I'm going to be the first one to say it. We got a fucking drug problem in our country and um, not the good kind, but the bad kind. So specifically, the opioid crisis has wreaked havoc on millions of people across the country for years now. The effects on the people who abuse them are awful. We're going to go over the numbers strictly by the stats because that's important. And, We're going to take a look at how the country has been under the influence as a whole for such a long time. Let's go ahead and unpack some of these things. My name is Mike. Every week I talk about things that are important to me. I hope you find it of value as well. Today's Daily Dose is brought to you by grassdoor.com. Cannabis delivery made simple. Save 40% on your entire purchase. Now use the code daily at checkout. So I've mentioned it before and there's been uh, numerous controversies surrounding this issue by you know unnamed entities that profited a whole lot from the distribution of these drugs. Uh the problem is real and it has many faces. It's tearing a hole in our society uh much like many other dangerous substances has and continues to. The numbers are currently as follows. As you see here, it's been shown that uh, there's about 92,000 people dead in the US alone from drug-involved overdoses, uh, and part of that is opioids, and this was in 2020. Um, hard to believe, right? But uh, that number could be accurate, and it may not be accurate. Could be more for all we know. Um, the, the truth is that uh, this is provided by government agencies, so we kind of have to take it for what it is. This is just one aspect, though. There's obviously countless lives negatively impacted by opioids as well, including other drugs. So what's been the remedy? Well, the courts had these companies settle, just like the movie or documentary that had come out to kind of shed light on this. Uh, there was lump sums of money that were settled in court and then stricter guidelines such as the Opioid Crisis Response Act of 2018 and another similar bill in 2020. Damage is already done though, folks. So what can we really do for all these people who now have this addiction? Um, And what can we do to keep them off of even more dangerous substances? Like, as you know, now fentanyl is found pretty much in everything. So even safer uh, drugs that used to be uh, aren't safe anymore either, like cannabis. I mean, it's crazy to think. But there's been a few cases across the country where cannabis has been uh, um, laced with fentanyl. So, understanding the problem goes beyond the scope of just opioids. The truth is that our entire country has been taught and given the means to treat everything when sometimes there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to treat. There's two sides to this story and another two sides to that one. So, one, happens to be the truth. Yes, there are a lot of people who do um, and have continued to abuse uh, opioids of some type. Um, with that comes other drugs as well, because it's not just opioids. I'm sure many of you have heard it too. Someone you know not just takes doesn't just take opioids, but might take something for depression or anxiety or stress. Um, and out of that group, You know, some are potentially abusing these drugs. Some may not be. I mean, what what can we do? Sometimes the um, it's you know it could be right in your face and you don't see it. So uh, these new rules and um, a broader concern over liability suggest to me, anyways, uh, that reducing everyone's medication was the absolute right choice. Um, I don't understand how there's no consideration on individual basis and the specific uh, cases they have. Uh, Each person is different. And that's kind of how it was marketed to us anyways, for so many years, um, where it's using this idea that um, treating all of our problems is the answer. I don't know. Thankfully, though, There are alternatives to opioids. You've heard me talk about kratom before. It's a remarkable plant. I mean, this single plant may have possibly saved millions of lives in under 10 years, and it's just the plant. Now, there are other things that um, people have turned to as well. So there are some detox clinics that are actually pretty good. A lot of them are for profit. I mean, many, I mean, probably all of them are for profit. Uh, And that's the motivation, but uh, some of them really care too. There aren't many of them. Now with all of this, as we combine all of this stuff, it birthed this new age of wanting to avoid discomfort at all costs. Like as if a headache is bad enough to want to take something or a stomach ache or whatever. There's a quick fix for almost anything at your nearest pharmacy. Not all of it is bad and I get that. And I don't, you know, I don't want to shit on pharmacology. There's real use cases for drugs. Uh, but this idea is dangerous. We should be a little more thoughtful about how we perceive medicine and its use day to day in our lives. There's really helpful medicine and then there's, you know, something that you're trying to treat that, uh, may not even exist. So let's go even further into this because I've heard a lot of people talk about this lately. Now, I'll say it that in the last 20 years, it's become kind of normal to give your child or toddler Adderall for ADD. I think this is disgusting. It's kind of crazy. I'm not judging the parents. I'm mostly judging the, um, healthcare providers. They're doctors. I mean, how is this the right decision? And yes, they are the professional. We should not question the professional, right? But I do. And, um, I get in trouble for it sometimes. So I would argue there's likely nothing wrong with that child who was diagnosed as ADD at like the age of five or something. To diagnose ADD is at, at such a young age is one thing, you know, uh, but then to medicate them for God knows how long—that's just ridiculous. It's a toddler, folks, and if it's truly ADD, then most likely it won't kill them, right? But more importantly, what if at that age, the behavior in which is being observed by parents or doctors turns out to be that they're just kids being kids? Um, If we can give them enough time to develop a little bit further before labeling them as ill, um, I feel like would be a much better approach. Give it 10, 15 years, reobserve and see if, you know, um, your original idea of ADD, The diagnosis is actually correct because at four years old, if you're wrong and you're medicating them, you could be fucking that kid, uh, that kid's life up forever that you can't come back from that. But at the age of 15, if you do see it and you begin them on that regimen, at least their brain has developed a little bit more and there is no, um, immediate, uh, issues by giving them medication at such a, uh, I want to say more of a reasonable age. What do you guys think? You should leave them down below and I'll catch you guys on the next one.